Hey guys, it's Dorian. Ah, I know it's been two weeks. I'm so sorry. It's just school is just so stressful. Ah, I got accepted to two colleges, but, you know, I'm hanging on to a thread. Two months from now, right? <laughs> yeah, we're almost there, fam. We're almost there. But anyway, thank you guys for listening, subscribing, sharing. You know, I hope you guys keep doing that, you know. If you have, uh, you know, a question about something you want to have a conversation talked about, just please, please, please say the word and I'll make sure it happens. Actually, this episode was actually brought up by one of our viewers. Thank you very much. Heart goes out to you. But this episode is, what the hell are stocks and why are they so damn scary? Well, of course, like life, there's no simple answer. You know, but, you know, I'm going to bring some simpleness to it. Yeah, no, that's not possible. But anyway, what are stocks? Okay, so imagine you open a lemonade stand, right? And, you know, you got to get your lemons, you got to get your sugar, your ice, your water, your your parking permit, your lawyer to make sure those police officers don't write you a citation for having, you know, any type of stand on somebody's property. You know, because they're trying to stop a brother from making money or a sister. You know, either way. But, you know, why are stocks so important? And, you know, why should they be important to the young community? And when I mean young, I mean like, you know, teenagers that are about to step foot into adulthood. Or anybody, you know. Whatever floats your boat. Even young kids. Kids can actually buy stock. I'm going to get into that later. But going back to the lemonade stand... You're starting to notice, you know, lemonade prices are going up. You know, things are doing good. It's winter, you know, because global warming is just so amazing. It's not. Take care of the planet, guys. Come on. That's a side note. But, you know, you want to make more profit because you're starting to spend more than you're actually making profit off of. So what can you do? I mean, of course, you can pull that whole, you can pull that whole idea of, putting less lemon and putting more water in there, you know, I wish you wouldn't, I would not buy from your company ever again, I would write an angry customer service letter, but anyway, you know, you're, you're starting to wonder, how can I do something like that, well, in this analogy, you know, in this perfect situation, you decide to make something called a stock, so basically, you're saying that if you invest in my company, I'll give you part of my company, that's basically how you put it. And of course, there's going to be people who argue me down about it. But you know what? Who cares? Get your own podcast. I'm sorry. I'm so angry. Good Lord. Anyway, so imagine you come to Dorian M. Rogers' podcast. You know, got to sponsor myself, you know. And you say, hey, I'll get, if you give me 25 cents, I'll give you part of my company. And I say, sure, you know, sure, I like that. So I sign some cheesy piece of paper, and I give you your quarter. And, you know, things are going great. And I now own 10% of your company. Just in a perfect society, I guess. You know, and things are starting to go up. And, you know, prices are starting to look good. And it's starting to get warmer outside. And people want some nice, refreshing lemonade. And prices are starting to do good. And people are starting to come out and invest in your lemonade. And when I mean invest, I mean buying your lemonade. I'm sorry about that. They're starting to drink your lemonade and buy it. And, you know, things are going great. So instead of you putting down all that money from what you're making from, um, you know, your sales and stuff like that to buy lemons and lemonade and 
uh, not lemonade, lemons and ice and water and sugar, I'm giving you 25 cents to help you buy that stuff. So instead of you having more of a deficit, you have less and you can even walk out with a surplus. So imagine a heat wave comes out, you know, assuming there's good and bad, saying that it's a heat wave and people want ice cold, refreshing lemonade. You start to make business off of it. And I start to invest more money in your company because I'm starting to see that you're making a lot of money off your lemonade. So I, instead of giving you 25 cents, I give you, I buy $2 worth of stock. So, you know, say that you're spending, from what you're making, you're spending $3 on, you know, all the equipment to make it. I'm giving you $2 to buy that type of stuff. And all you have to put down is one because I'm the only person who has stock in your company. That means that you get to profit more. Or does it mean I profit more? <laughs> but, you know, I'm not looking from the, from the company standpoint. I'm looking from the stockholder standpoint now. I'm, let's, let me switch for you. So, you know, you're the stockholder and you're investing in a company, whatever that company is, you know, and you're giving them money to what, do what they have to do to stay afloat in terms of profit sales, you know, and they're starting to do good. That means that your stock becomes more valuable because you're investing to that company and, you know, they're making money. And so whatever money they make is what you're making within that stock. So it's kind of like your own little vanilla folder of all the money that you're making from, you know, as part owner of the company. Whatever percentage, how much money you put in and how much stock you buy, you know, depending on, you know, what you do, you know. And that can go for bad as well. You know, if things are going terrible, for example, the lemonade stand, and it starts to pour down rain, and people don't want to buy it, you know, because it's raining for like two days, and that's, you know, the weekend, the only time you can have that lemonade stand open, that means that you don't have enough money to, you know, have a profit. And so instead of that, you know, the $2 that I'm putting down to get resources for you, you can only put down 50 cents, so you have to up my my end of the bargain. So instead of, you know, say the stocks are 50 cents, now I'm paying 75 cents. And that means that my stock value goes down because I'm paying more, you know. And of course, in reality, it can go any type of direction, but this is the simple version. You know, I'm not going to want to invest in your company because I'm giving you more money to stay afloat. And you're not benefiting to my stock, the, the stock that I bought. So I'm going to sell it to somebody. Same with, you know, same could go with um, if things are going good. If things are going great, the com- say the company made $100 over the week and they do the calculations after, you know, imports and stuff like that and they realize they only walk out with $70. They still walk out a surplus, but that $30, you know, let's just say it goes to your stock because you're the only person who has stock. That means that since you're part of the company, your stock just made, you know, your stock is valuable. It went up in value. So they're going to, you know, they're only making 80%. So, or whatever amount that I just said. So, if, you know, would you rather want to make 80% or would you rather make more? So, they got to do whatever they have to do to buy more stock back from you. So, you know, they're going to say like, hey, I notice you have our stock. I'll give you this amount of money to give it back to us. And, you know, as a smart business person, you have to do whatever it takes to, you know, make money. So, you can either A, sell it to somebody else. B, sell it to them, or C, hold on to it and hope that they keep doing good in the future. You know, it kind of varies. You know, you got to make the right choice on your own. You got to do your own research, 
crap like that. But, yeah, that's my perfect lemonade example. Um, yeah, so why are they so scary, that part of it? You know, whenever you're investing in a company, let me put this on the table. I think anybody can invest in a company. Anybody of any age. Now, if you're under 18, you you know, you can get your parents to co-sign it for you and they can, you know, whatever they got to do. You know, if they give you the money or you give your allowance to them and they buy it for you. If As long as, you know, you feel like you, you can hold on to the company, you know, to your part because you're going to have to invest in the company. And if that means the prices go up, that means that you got to go with them. But... And, you know, you got to invest more. That means you got to go with them. But whenever you're dealing with this type of stuff, you have to remember that you need to do your research. You need to. And when I mean do your research, I mean you need to know what area they represent, what they sell, how much they, you know, the, the kind of the ballpark of how much they make. You have to constantly watch, you know, you have to constantly watch how they're doing in terms of, like, sales. Because if it starts to, if you start to see a trend that's going downhill, do you want to invest, do you want to, you know, spend more in terms of your investment or do you want to sell it? You know, you got to look at those factors. Same thing if it's going good. You know, you got to look at those factors. Now, me personally, would you start with a big company or start with a small company? Well, it's like planting a tree. If you have two trees, okay, so imagine that you have a field, okay, and there's already one tree there that's been there. And all you have to do is water it, and it'll, you know, it'll keep growing. But you don't know how much it'll grow because it's already big. But imagine that there's spaces for tiny, you know, spaces for trees that haven't been planted yet, you know. If you plant that tree, it's going to, you know, you're basically investing your time and your energy to make sure that tree grows into the big tree that it is. Now... You know, imagine that the big tree stops growing and it starts to die. You know, and something, say, I don't know, um, um, drought. You know, you got to consider those types of things. Knock on wood. Same with the growing tree. You have to make sure you take care of it. Make sure, you know, and there's some things you can't control. Like if the the business starts to go downhill, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to abandon ship? Are you going to, what are you going to do? You got to make those calls on your own. You got to go on your own faith. But you got to do your research. You have to. Now, number two. Again, you need to have a great, and I mean you have to have a great source of income because you never know how it's going to go. And, you know, with that income, you have to know that you're not getting suckered. And what I mean by getting suckered is you're not paying more than, you know, the value of it is. Again, you have to do your research. It's just like voting. And go back to the last episode if you, you know, missed our voting session. Whenever there's a problem, you vote. That's your number one go-to. Same with this. You have to do your research. You have to. You just have to. Don't just go out there and buy stock and not know what it is. Oh, I'm going to buy stock in um, in um, 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 the railroad industry. Y- yeah, what do they do? Because there's different aspects of the railroad industry that, you know, might be invested in. Is it the track company that makes the track? Is it the, the trains that make, that are, you know, people that are building the trains? What is it, you know? You got you to gotta look at those things. You got to know what you're doing. You got to know what you're investing in. Because you may profit off of it. You never know. Now, in terms of buying stocks and bonds in other countries. Ah, my favorite topic. Now... 
there's that common phobia, especially by us Americans, that China is going to cash out all their bonds on the United States in terms of their debt, and they're going to completely destroy our economy doing that. Whoever tells you that, you need to invest in a pan company, see if they'll give you a free pan, and you need to whack them with it. I'm kidding. Don't hurt anybody from this video. I don't want to get sued. But anyway, that's impossible because it's the individual person who's actually buying the stocks and bonds. And there's going to be those people who say, oh, well, it's an authoritarian government or it's communist, so they have a control over what people buy. Well, they're going to a free market economy in terms of, you know, external trade, so worldwide trade. So basically, no, it's not controlled by the government. It's controlled by the people who are investing in it. So thousands of people in China right now have stock in the U.S., you know, in the U.S., in their debt. They bought a U.S. bond, which you can go to your local post office and buy one if you really want to. It's 200 bucks. Go do it. I recommend it. But, that, yeah, it's impossible. They're not going to cash it in. And besides, even if they did cash it in, what are they going to get? They're not going to benefit from it. That means that they're just going to collapse with us because they're not getting their money. Long story short. Because if they go broke and they ask for us to cash out, it's just assuming that you're, that this, you know, this idea that they can cash out, just assuming that, that that's real when really it isn't, you know, they're not going to get it. So anyway, why am I blabbering about this? Don't be scared about that. Buying stocks in other countries, it, you have to do your research again. You have to know what you're investing in. Now, Venezuela, would you invest in that country? Nah, I mean, you know, not, not, not dissing the country, you know, but you know. You gotta have to do your research, and I did my research, and I don't think things are going so great right now. Um, but anyway, invest in invest in a smaller country, but still know what you're doing. I mean, you can do whatever the heck you want; it's your money. But me personally, I would invest in a country that you know, like, like New Zealand. I would invest in New Zealand because I feel like they have an abundance of land. I feel like they have a lot of tourism. I feel like, and I feel like they profit a lot off that. You know, if you want to invest in Brazil, do whatever you want. I, you know, I, I wouldn't invest in it morally, even though, you know, humanity is just so damn great. But, and of course I mean that with sarcasm. But you have to know what you're investing in. Please, 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 going back to the tree analogy, you're basically planting the tree for this company. No matter how much stock you buy it in, or country, whatever you call it, whatever you want to... I don't care. Just know what you're investing in. Why is this important to our society? You know, sometimes you just need a little faith. And, you know, I think that's how most companies succeed. Like Netflix, they started off a tiny little, uh, tiny little company, you know, and nobody had hope for it. Nobody. I, I really don't think nobody had any hope for it. But as it grew, it turned into something much more. And I, I feel like without those stockholders, Netflix or any company would grow, wouldn't have grown to the sizes like they are. Like Disney, I don't, I just don't think so. Walmart, I, eh, I don't think so either. Netflix, I don't think so. Blockbuster, oh wait a minute, Blockbuster doesn't exist anymore. Actually, I heard it exists in another country, but oh, I miss it so much. But anyway, my point is, you know, give faith into somebody else. It's important to the young generation to know this type of stuff because, you know, you never know when you might need to do that, you know, because if you say, say if it's a tiny company and, you know, they start off in the garage and nobody has faith for it 
and you buy stock in them and you keep buying stock and they turn into a multi-million dollar company, <coughs> Facebook, <coughs> you never know what that could lead to for you. You could be walking out with millions of dollars in, in stocks, selling it back to the company. You never know. But you got to put the time and the patience for it. It's just like planting a tree. It takes time. Thank you, guys. And you guys have a great rest of your evening. Oh, by the way, you know what to do. Like, subscribe. But anyway, see ya!